and level of dark, like, you know, like if you're reading a book about Dahmer or like watching like a documentary on Netflix, people are so drawn to that. It's like when people talk about heavy music, you know, from the hardcore scene, it was like, I know they thought about Slipknot, but no one said it. Yeah. It's like- Until well, now, right? Until, until now. Whenever I need music gear, I always go to Sweetwater.com. If it's mics, headphones, or studio and recording gear, Sweetwater has you covered. Next time you need any music gear, support the podcast by using the link in the description and comment section below. And we are also brought to you by Blunts and Caffeine. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Which one uh, should, we, should we choose here? Um, you like the crooked one, huh? <laughs> the, the one, yeah, th this one looks like the most solid... This one? Yeah. Yeah, my uh, video YouTube, thank you. I learned how to roll joints. Oh, nice. You rolled a, a cone, too. That's a little bit tougher. My, mine are very coney. Like, yeah. Like those, like, those are the ones that I personally enjoy doing. I feel like they burn better, too. Do they? Yeah, it's, like, more even. I'm definitely not uh, what's that word, connoisseur? Connoisseur, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 just, I, I just do things. Mar marijuana connoisseur. That's yeah. always funny, yeah. <laughs> That's working. All right. So, cheers. Cheers. So, Zach, you almost died for the podcast. I just want to say publicly that I appreciate that. Hey, man. <laughs> Whatever it takes to get it done, right? Oh, my goodness. So, you flew in today from Aftershock. How was that festival? Man, honestly, I had a great time. It was, uh, it's cool. I, I love Aftershock because it, uh, it's like the closest thing I think that Americans get to like that real European uh, music festival experience, you know, like not just that it's like multiple days, yeah. but the lineups are just so cool and like diverse. Yeah. You know, like you see Slipknot and Evanescence on the same day. That's so sick. And Rob Zombie. You know what I mean? Like that is fucking sick, huh? Yeah. I feel like there's very few festivals, you know, at least in the US. I know Europe has so many like really sick festivals. But in the U.S., you don't really see, like, that caliber of lineup too often, you know? No. Who do you think was, like, uh, what? what's the right word? Not softest, but more chill artist band there. <laughs> like Most Mellow? Yeah. I guess there's, there was, like, different kinds of melodic. Um, Young Youngblood is pretty melodic because he's, you know, he's more so, like, an alt-pop artist. Okay. Like, he has high energy, but he, you know, he, yeah. he has a lot of, like, really, like, kind of pretty sounding melodies and stuff in his vocals. Nice. And then probably, I mean, Evanescence, like, Amy Lee's vocals are just, like, you, you don't need, I mean, they, they have heavy riffs, heavy songs, but yeah. honestly, I, I was cool just, you know, hearing her melodies. They're so amazing. You forget how of an amazing singer she is. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm just hearing clips because they're on tour of Korn. Oh, yeah. Seeing clips and hearing them, like, damn, I, oh, she, beautiful voice. And you, you forget about about those hits. Yeah. Oh, those songs. God damn. No, I know. It, seeing it, I mean, I kept saying that throughout the whole weekend, but seeing them, especially in person, I think it hit different for me. Probably sounded incredible. Yeah, they're so tight, you know, and the songs still hold up. Yeah, and shout out to their drummer, Will, Will Hunt. He's a fucking phenomenal. Oh, dude, he was killing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just love and life. Yeah. No, that's and that's the best thing, too, is when you can tell the bands are really enjoying themselves on stage. Yeah. I think, it, like, the fans notice it for sure. Totally. Who was your favorite band? Like, as far as performance, like, who? Yeah, I mean, what stuck with you? What was, like, oh, that was, like, the band? And what was, like, your um, favorite? If I had to pick a top three, I would say... Well, last night, uh, Papa Roach uh, played right before My Chemical Romance. Oh, wow. That's fucking sick. And, man, they're so good live. They are. Jacoby is such an incredible performer. Like, my mind was blown. Really? Yeah, just, like, lately, I've been really paying attention when I see live bands, how well the front man captures the audience. And I feel like Jacoby probably did the best job out of, like, the whole, like, the whole festival, to be honest. That's fucking rad. I'm not surprised. I've seen him like fucking, well, now, like 
fuck, 13 years ago. They're yeah. just like that. No one really talked about how sick they were live. Yeah. I was watching them like, oh my God, you're like killing it. This yeah, and they're so tight. Tight live. They have, but, um, but they also have like that raw energy, you know, uh, that really like sticks with you, like you were saying. So I, I love them. Um, Meshuggah, that's just like a personal favorite of mine. So I'm always going to, you know, be stoked on them. And uh, who I mean, probably Evanescence would be my third. Nice. I was surprised. Like, I, I do love their music, but I wasn't expecting to love their live performance as much as I did. Like, yeah. I was really blown away. That's sick. Mm -hmm. Was there like a like a particular band or artist or reason why you went, you went out there? Um, well, uh, my roommate, Morgoth Beats, shout out Michael. Um, his parents live up there. And oh, yeah, uh, yeah. so we kind of just like planned to like head out there together and then Good uh, timing. yeah and then uh, a couple of our, our friends were going up there at the same time too so uh, I was like man might as well just like make a fun trip out of it you know yeah it's fucking badass yeah fucking awesome festival man it's sick yeah so it's funny I think Meshuggah went from up there to down here because they were in Riverside last night oh that's right yeah home yeah. hometown yeah it's crazy yeah fucking right there did you go to that show oh yeah I went I went I kind of popped in and out Okay. At the yeah. uh, Riverside, I can't see it. I actually wrote it down because I, I have such a hard time saying it. Riverside Municipal Auditorium. Yeah, that one always had like a weird. I was like, can you just fucking <laughs> name it like fucking Riverside Theater? I don't yeah. fucking know. Come on, man. Yeah, I know. People in your town have a fucking speech impediment. Don't don't you know that? <laughs> your boy has a fucking speech impediment. Oh he, my god. You can't fucking say that word. Yeah, I think everyone abbreviates the venue when they talk about it. Mm hmm. Because people usually just refer to it. Uh, as the initials but um yeah what, what a fuck that's a really cool venue i was looking up the uh, capacity of that place it says 1400 but i don't know that's that's mm -hmm. a it was a big i think it's bigger than 14 i was like dude you you've been there mm -hmm. that's a it's yeah like the floor is massive the stage is massive that could have a, a balcony and yeah. that's fuck it's at least as big as the house of blues anaheim right yeah, and House of Blues, as that spot is nineteen hundred capacity. Yeah. Well, I was like, there's no way uh, that 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 place was fourteen hundred cap. It looks so. I mean, it was fucking packed. Maybe um, you know, different counties have different like law, like zoning laws for the venues. So maybe they're just not allowed to hold as many people. I don't know if that's a thing, but I'm, that's just a guess. Yeah, maybe it's like let's put this on the website. We're really gonna fucking squeeze in right twenty five hundred. You yeah, know, it looked like a twenty five hundred. Cause yeah, because you know how fire marshals can get. Like if there's too many people per square inch, they they'll like shut the show down. Interesting. A you know, packed show, like do bands like that. Mushuka did it. Like there's just a line at the merch table all fucking day. Oh, I bet. Dude, I'm leaving, and there's they're fucking playing, and there's people in, yeah. still in fucking line, dude. They're definitely like I I feel like merch in general is more popular than it's ever been. But Meshuggah is definitely like a merch heavy band. Yeah, you got to get that fucking shook shit, dude. Yeah, because don't you feel like their music, like their visuals are just as important as like their actual music? Yes. You know, like their artwork? Yes. You know, totally. kind of similar to like maybe Tool, like a band like that. Yeah, everything needs to like coincide. Mm -hmm. and, I mean, their live show, yeah. That, I mean, whoever, I forget who, I think it's someone that's related to them does, does their lights. So that's why it's all like on cue. Oh yeah, and I'm pretty. He's probably like a drummer too. I'm guessing, right? Probably, yeah. Something like you know Thomas Hake's cousin or something. Oh, that's awesome. Something like that. That's why why the light show is always so. It's like precise and like. Yeah, can you can you imagine having to control the lighting to like Thomas Hawk's kicks? Oh my goodness! <laughs> you have to know every song basically. You pretty much do. Yeah. Insane. You played a uh, rational gaze. Oh my that was, god! That, that was her third song, and people like. It's funny, like when a certain song plays, there's like a shift in the crowd. Yeah, and the floor is so big that mm -hmm. there's two pits. Yeah, there's like one on my side, and the other one. Like, damn, <laughs> people just start freaking out. I'm like, this is sick. That band gets people in a trance. Oh yeah, yeah. I think the song that did that uh, when they played it aftershock was uh, New Millennium Sinai Christ. Yeah, when they played that, it was all, like whole crowd opened up. It was sick. God, it's so fucking good, man. Saw I went there to hang out with some very old friends. Went to the. It sucks because that venue is right by like the Mission Inn, which is like a mm -hmm. kind of prestigious hotel. Right. And they wouldn't allow anyone from the show 
uh, in those in, inside those bars. Oh wow! It's like I was why I just pay fifteen dollars parking it's like a walk over here to this nice bar and and pretend I'm bougie. They're like no metal dudes allowed. So they probably see like oh no <laughs> way, dude! You guys all get the fuck out of here. <laughs> man, that's funny. Man, fucking sick show. Uh, In Flames also played pretty sick. Oh, I saw them too. Also, yeah, they were sick. And they're badass. I wonder. People kept asking me too, like, have you guys played here? I'm like, no. I wonder if we, we should probably do a show there. I mean, you guys might as well. You're basically That'd like be a fun. hometown band, you know, to Riverside. So Riverside. That's why I looked at the cap. I'm like, you know what? What is this capacity? I wonder, because like it's, it's a big venue. I don't know if we could do this. Oh, you guys totally could. You know, I'm a my my brain just goes. You, <laughs> you suck. You draw two people. You <laughs> fuck. But yeah, I mean, the way it's like laid out, I was like, dude, this will be like I, I I could see it as that show here. Yeah, and I mean. I think a lot of kids that live in the IE would probably be stoked, you know, mm -hmm. that maybe haven't had the chance to see you before. Yeah, I noticed, like, people I saw, they're like, old friends, like, oh, shit, it's Riverside. So, you know, you come out to the Riverside show, and yeah. Sugar is that kind of band where, like, everyone's going to go. No, for sure. Yeah, the very, like, laid-back vibe. It was fucking cool, man. This We're fucking killing that. I know, it's almost done. Oh, my goodness, dude. <laughs> so we uh, started Cobra Kai. On Netflix. Oh, nice. Season five. It's fucking sick, dude. Dude, I love that show. I need I need some shirts. Oh, yeah. I need some fucking with a, with shirts. The, the Cobra on it. Dude, so good. Yeah. It's a sick logo. What a hard line to hit. Like, it needs to be, like, serious, because obviously it's from Karate Kid, but also, like, there is parts that are cheesy, but it works. And for some reason, you like, like, you like it. Yeah. Well, because there was a cheesiness to uh, Karate Kid, right? A little uh -oh. bit. Think so? Like, not, it wasn't very obvious, but there's definitely, like, funny moments. Like, the wax on, wax off thing was always, like, kind of been yeah. a meme, I feel like. Yeah, it's like a cheesiness. There's also, like, some beautiful wisdom in there. Yeah. It's such a cool show to watch, you know? No, totally. You got to do, like, a, a few of them. Because we first started Dahmer. Because oh. everyone's talking about that. Everyone watched it at the same time. I know. Which I wanted to join everybody so we could talk about it, but... <laughs> I got past the first episode where, like, he was talking to um, a certain person and brings him back to the, his room. Like, it was like, oh, this is fucking. Yeah, it started on dark. such a dark note. I know. And one thing is we all want to do it, but you can't watch something dark with someone that you're talking to. Like, uh, like, like your boyfriend yeah. or girlfriend. Yeah, that's not a good move. It's a. Uh, it kills the mood every time. Yeah, like if it here, I think the thing is, since it's real, like it really happened. Yeah, it's just a bummer. You know what I mean? Like if it yeah. if it were, you know, a fictional story, I think you can get away with it. Totally. You know what I mean? Like you could show a girl uh, on a date, like a horror movie, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, there is something about it being real that to me would probably it would probably put off a girl if you're like on a date with her. Yeah. It's funny, like even when I put it on, I knew I'm like, oh, this is gonna be like, there's no vibe here we're just gonna watch them, like committing to watching like the first episode you guys are just both disturbed oh my goodness yeah it's just when you're trying to get a vibe or like this it just kills the mood yeah it just kills it i'm like even even i'm feeling like oh my god then yeah we, and nothing can really save you from that we watched uh then we went on to joy Corey's new special uh oh, that's funny he had a special from the mm -hmm. live left the forum phenomenal he's fucking funny as hell and then went to corporate kai it's still not, nothing can save you from from fucking Dahmer, dude. I mean that the, that the, first the one. lingering like feeling of dread was still there. I know, God. There's Bro. there's a place in Wisconsin called the Rave. Oh yeah, I've yeah. been there. You've been there? Yeah. Oh, sick. You remember there's a a really creepy hotel like across the street. Yep. And like they they, they say, well, that's like there's a room up there that supposedly Dahmer took um, one of his victims. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, every time I, I'm at that spot, I look across the street, you see it's like this big, tall, like, classic, creepy-looking fucking hotel. Dude, yeah, I, there's something fascinating about those, like, old, creepy buildings. You know what I mean? Like, you're, anything. You're just drawn to them. It's so weird. Because you, you weird. can feel the history in there, you know? Yeah. So fucking, like, damn. But I mean, we're, we're just fascinated by, like, that kind of architecture as well. Right, yeah, you know, all we're the, just, like, like, curved like pillars and stuff. It's like, we're just so drawn to it. It's fucking weird. Yeah. You know? You just know that some stuff went down there, man. Why Why are people 
drawn to those kind of like documentaries and buildings? I think because <clears throat> it probably makes us feel more human. Think so? Yeah, like there's something about that that kind of, uh, you know, it, it just reminds you like, hey, we're alive. <laughs> the, the, like the fact that this kind of crazy stuff can happen, I think it does kind of, well, it reminds you you're alive and it also reminds you to like appreciate what you have probably. Yeah, I mean, there has to be something to that. I mean, like everyone's drawn to it. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, definitely. And, and it's like a certain like darkness people want to know about, but not too dark. Yeah. You know, it has to be, there's like a certain level of dark, like, you know, like reading a book about Dom or like watching like a documentary on Netflix. People are so drawn to that. Yeah. But we can't never fathom how evil that shit is and dark. And then when you get into, I was, oddly enough, I want to talk about this last week and there's like a dark subject I want to talk about, but I was going, oh, I'll do it later. So we yeah. go dark and then go light. And then, but this is the flow of the, of the, of the conversation. Um, they were just so fucking, like, drawn to that shit. You know, I mean, like, uh, I've been waiting to talk about this shit for a long time on the podcast, but I want to get, like, I mean, people don't want to listen first because I, I just want to go dark sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, out of, uh, just out of <clears throat> curiosity, I'm not, like, drawn, I'm, I'm like, what, what's the word? I'm not, like, a weirdo weirdo, but I like to be <laughs> aware of, like, what's around. Yeah. Know, where, I mean, I I'm just really curious about humans and that side of them. So purposely, just to remind myself, I'll, I'll like go on like these websites. Right. And like it's the ones where like, you know, real death videos. And like, for me, it's like, I don't click the video, but it's the headline. And I'll, sometimes I'll read like the description and a thumbnail is enough for me. And I get fucking freaked out because it's real. Yeah. And uh, it's okay. Then like, it's so weird how that stays with you. Like, that whole day you get kind of like creeped out or like you wake up like, oh, 100%. Shit. Oh, fuck. But for this, so it kind of makes you like a subconscious weirdo, but there is a healthy thing to that. Well, it's, I don't think it's a bad thing to like know, like, hey, there's bad things can happen to you. Because, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's smart to be aware of those things because you don't, I mean, you know, hopefully that kind of stuff never happens, but you never want to be in a situation where you could have prevented it from happening. Totally. If you saw the signs of like, hey, this is kind of how this usually goes down. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, you don't want to be completely oblivious to like the planet that we live on. You just don't want to yeah. do that. There is like, it does kind of make you like a, a weirdo for me. <laughs> like, you get, like, it makes you shaky and shit. You, you just like, you're mm -hmm. being humans a hard thing to, to, to be. Yeah. But uh, there is something worse than that. And that's being like oblivious, you know? Yeah. There's like a, there's kind of like a healthy balance, right? Totally. Because you don't want to be, like, totally negative and think that, like, the world's all bad, right? Yeah, you don't. Um, but you also don't, like you said, you don't want to be totally, like, ignorant about things. You have to know what's going on. Yeah, you have to know, like, the darkest things. You, you know, we have no idea. We have no fucking idea, man. There's some freaky shit out there. Dark, I, the, whatever thing you think you come up with your head, someone has done that to you, another, like, another human. The worst thing possible. Ten times worse, yeah. Worst thing possible in the worst way. Yeah. And, uh... I just it's, it's it's a weird like context context thing I I uh, I I, had to, I want to be aware of it you know and then it was actually exactly last uh, last week from now uh, we were driving home here yeah and uh, we got to uh, we're almost at at the gas station I was going through one of my moments okay let me just look up some videos right. <laughs> and get <laughs> and get fucking freaked out yeah um every once in a while I will watch the video because it's not too it's totally gruesome. Yeah. But uh, this was recent. This was, I think, exactly like a week ago. It was like happening in real time. So around uh, Astoria slash Queens, New York, mm -hmm. uh, an EMS lieutenant crossed the street. And uh, she was 61. Uh, Allison Ruscio. I mean, total legend. 61-year-old woman. Right. Crossed the street. Either the story is she either went to got get lunch or do like a small problem that uh that she had, she had to handle mm -hmm. and this 34 our age like imagine do our wow. age yeah um broad daylight in the corner dude push her down takes out a fat knife starts stabbing her stabbing and like uh the count is like 19 20 times oh my so, god so like it's like a very short video 
but like you're just watching them like but it's what? gruesome because it how fast it happens it's like what the f- that dude is stabbing that chick to death and like all like the movements it's just like it freaks you out it's like oh my god and, and i was like oh my god and then i all right but then we arrive at a gas station yeah middle nowhere in arizona we're at, we're at like this you know pilot truck stop mm-hmm. and i'm um, looking at these hot dogs i mean which shitty hot dog am i gonna get today you know like i'm hungry right and i'm not sure what what they're called like like a touristy group like you know like a class of, like people on a big bus and they'll go out and like oh like a tour yeah something like a tour guide uh, or something tour guide kind of thing yeah right? yeah Probably 15, maybe 20, like, older women. I'm talking, like, 85 up. They're, right. They're all wearing, like, a, like a red shirt and one older gentleman. And I was like, I was almost just, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, you know, curious. I'm like, well, what do they do? Just yeah. still looking at these shitty hot dogs. And they broke out into song. Whoa. It was, like, right next to, like, a Cinnabon. Like a Christmas carol-y type style. Ooh, the world's a beautiful place. Like the, the lyrics like, are saying like, it was like, but like, imagine. Like a like, choir. Yes, very, very, very choiry. Wow, that's cool. And <clears throat> you know when it happens, like your body just fuels up. It's full of joy. Yeah. Like pure, whatever that feeling is, love, joy, nothing but positivity. Like, like wholesome energy. Very wholesome. Like, yeah. I was like, you know, this, I'm at this fucking shitty gas station trying not to cry. Like right. there was just like such pure energy. Like you're talking these older women that lived their whole lives, right? Had kids and kids, kids, and yeah. just have real life experiences. And they were just are singing in this choir way, and no one, no one want, no one told them to stop. So we're just kind of like you don't, you didn't want to look either. Yeah, but it's just enjoying such purity, pure good, wholesome energy. Just like damn, this is wow. Yeah. And then. It's kind of seeing someone from like your favorite band. I got nervous. Right. Like I want I want to be like, wow, that was. Thank you for that. That was so beautiful. Thank yeah. you. And like I, I didn't, I didn't say anything. And then, then he left. And I was like, that is literally life. Definitely. Like, like just, like you're aware of this, the darkest of the dark. It's like this is real shit. And then have that feeling and seeing good people. Right after you look something, cra- yeah, it was up something like crazy. That like- fucking opposite moods and things yeah. happen in such a short period of time the polarity of yeah i was yeah. like damn that is like there's such a beauty to that it's like man it, that's that's life yeah i was, just, I was probably saying the same thing that's like life in a nutshell right yeah there's positive energy and there's negative energy and then we exist somewhere like in the middle of it yeah you know it's so nuts over you might hear a favorite <clears throat> song of yours just brings out something in you yeah it's like man that was like that just left it like an impression on me it's See like, that? Holy shit! That's almost like magical for that to happen. Yeah, you know, in that timing, it was so. Yeah, it's such like an opposite yeah, emotion. It was like, damn, this. It's like, you don't you don't know what you need sometimes. Yeah, you know, it's like I was I, I didn't even know I needed that. <laughs> shit, dude, it's like <clears throat> I don't know. It's cool when those kind of moments happen because sometimes yeah. they could happen when you're having like a bad day or something or not feeling that good. Yeah, it's so good. And then you just get reminded where it's like, man. It's really not that bad. Like, there's cool stuff going on in the world. You just have to focus more on the positive side, I think. Totally. You do. Focusing on the positive is definitely a real. You have to, like, actually do it. Yeah. It's funny. I was just doing that, like, right right before you got here. I was standing outside. I just had some headphones on, not even listening to any music. Just, li- just I want to kind of. Because this spot is, like, it's by, like, the airport. So we have literally airplanes literally fly really close to to our building, right? And right next to us is like the fucking a busy fucking freeway, like yeah. that like that like space between our building and that fucking freeway is like it's loud. But it's like there's something that your mind can do, and uh, I, I'm I'm definitely smoking weed. <laughs> this is I, oh my goodness! This is okay, so I apologize if I'm, if I'm ranting, but uh, you know how there's like the power lines. Like right, right, right next to the freeway, mm-hmm. you saw all you saw all these birds chilling on on, on power lines. And there's something about birds that are very calming and peaceful, and like just grounds your body into mm-hmm. into your feet and to what you're saying. You feel very grounded. You feel good, very very present. Yeah. And um, every every so often they will fly off the uh, 
like, like the power lines and then you know birds fly they're like crazy but they're all but they're all together right they're all like man how do you it's like controlled chaos it's, it's controlled chaos yeah it's like man this is like um it's a very calming thing i was just watching damn that's fucking nuts it's felt very like yeah the, again there's just something about birds and then they go back to the power lines and like being really present, I like separated my mind, like cut in half for like where you could kind of focus on, you really choosing where you focus. Either I could focus on this fucking crazy noise right now, like the freeway is right, damn they're connected to the damn fucking power line, but right. how uh, you could, you're able to focus on what you want to focus on. You could like kind of zone in on something. Yeah. Yeah. So like there's like this, like finding common, like the chaos. You, know, right. you have like this chaotic thing about airplanes right here and like fucking freeway right here. I'm, when mm-hmm. we're in fucking California, dude, so it's loud as fuck. Yeah, and like you could choose what you focus on. I was just focusing on his birds to calm down before we we start talking. Like man, there was it was so calming. Like you, it's just like having like when you do it right. Sometimes you know I'm not, I don't I don't get it right every time, but yeah, just be able to be present and focus on something and just like it's ultra calm. Yeah, is it, isn't that the uh, kind of, I guess, the philosophy of how Buddhism works is to, mm-hmm. like, kind of uh, be able to simplify your thoughts and try to focus just on one thought at a time? Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure I've I've spoken to a monk once, and I think they described it in that way, where it was like, it's all about, it's basically like anti-anxiety. It's about not overthinking things and just being able to isolate your thoughts into, like, one specific thing. That's it's a very real thing, yeah. And definitely put it in into practice. Peace and chaos—that's life. Yeah, you know that's it's man, really that, cool how that works too. Yeah, and it's something we all have access to. I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure you go outside, you, mm-hmm. you will see some birds. Right. You don't need like a special ability. It's just yeah. It's just like oh shit, it's fucking free. I I went outside. I was just looked up and like just watching birds. And how do you know how much time passed? Yeah. It's just like here's just just looking, vibing. <laughs> You know, it's like, yeah. shit, like you could, this is free. Anyone could do that. And mm-hmm. then boom, nerves are down. You're more present in the moment. You, you feel your steps when you're walking on, on the concrete up, up, up the stairs. My damn, this yeah. is, man, what, what magic we have access to just for fucking free. It's like free therapy, right? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, birds are interesting too. Like I feel like it's calming to even watch them fly because it, yeah. it's like a weightless kind of look. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think... We associate weightlessness to like being calm, right? Like not feeling mm. weight on you. It's like that's a good one. Yeah, I, like if you could uh, if you could describe like a good dream when you feel like warm and like you know cozy. Yeah, it's like a weightless feeling. You know, that's true, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ross Robinson gave me some advice. Uh, there's weight of the mind, right? Yeah, I was like. You know, he always he has stuff like that. He says you're just like whoa. He has those one liners. Yeah, it just fucking changes your life. You know, like <laughs> weigh the mind. Yeah, I mean, that, what's in your mind could weigh you the fuck down, man. Totally. Yeah, it's it's incredible how uh, our brains can either make us feel really good or really bad, and you feel it physically. Yes. You know? Yeah, that's so fucking nuts, man. And you're you you brought up dreams. Um, Last night I had a dream that uh, Carlo, Carlos Santana was on the podcast. That's so sick. <laughs> <laughs> I had a fucking dream about that. Dude, that's sick. It was like, is this going to be reality? I hope so. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big Carlos Santana fan. That Dude, would be talk awesome. talk about the sickest of the sickest. I mean, he has the riffs. He fucking damn, they made the riffs. Holy shit, dude, Carlos Santana. Yeah. I mean, Carlos Santana, I think, really, on a mainstream scale, made guitar music cool. In the way that it is now. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, and when I say that, I mean, like, where it doesn't have to be specifically a rock music. It's just, like, cool guitar riffs thrown into any genre. Mm-hmm. He kind of, I think he did that before anyone else. Yeah, I mean, obviously we all, we all know Black Magic Woman. And uh, I forgot what number of record it was. It was a lot, like, thir- his 13th record or some. He did uh, yeah. Su- Supernatural, mm-hmm. like, late 90s or 2000s. That shit blew up. That's probably my favorite album. What an incredible record, and what yeah. an idea to be and to be so innovative later on in your career. 
Right. That was, that's what's cool about Santana, too, is I feel like he experimented more and more as he got older. That's insane. And he still does today. You know? Yeah. And then to evolve that way and to actually have su- to get success from that, that's a, that's a next-level guitar player, man. Yeah, Holy I mean, shit. yeah, he'll he'll literally hop on, you know, like a like a pop track or a rap track and just totally like transform it into like it's it's his own signature sound still. Dude, Santana, shout out! Yeah, shout out Santana. Holy, I mean, maybe that's a premonition, man. I would oh. shit my pants again. <laughs> yeah, I would. I might have to. Uh, I might fanboy. I'm not going to lie. Dude, Carlos Santana, of course. <laughs> I might have to fanboy a little bit on that one. And actually, like, the beginning of that dream was Joe Rogan was first doing it, but he was fu- fucking it up. So then I so then I came in. <laughs> <laughs> we, we kicked out Jamie and Joe. <laughs> oh, my God. So obviously, that part of the dream is not going to happen. You're right. <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, my goodness, dude. It would be a funny skit, though. Yeah. Like, if Joe was down to, like, act that out. Dude, so good. That would actually be like you just walk into the podcast in the middle and you just like kick him out. Oh my goodness, dude. <laughs> the fucking goat. I mean, shit, Santana's in Vegas. I wonder if he lives there. Um, you know what? I'm not sure, but I I could see him living in Vegas. Yeah, he always plays the House of Blues. Yeah. He he has like a residency there, right? Yeah. So good. I saw it once. Oh, he probably does live in Vegas then. Did he ever does he do like those casino shows too? Hmm? Did he ever do that? You know, like some artists have a residency at like casinos and stuff like that. Did he? I'm not sure. Maybe I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm trying to think. But anyways, he's he's definitely one of those artists that could just like he's so good that they'll just hire him to play like once a week. You know, you you can never get it never gets old to see him play guitar. That's what I'm saying. I would never get tired of that. Yeah, like the fucking last time I saw him was I was to I'll be I'll admit it I was drunk. <laughs> I mean, and then I mean you know yeah, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> I mean I'm high right now. Uh, <laughs> and we we walked in. And he starts playing Evil Ways, and like you're like to get goosebumps when you're drunk is really hard. It takes a lot, right? Because you're takes, more kind of loose. Yeah, you're all loose. Drunk. You're like, I don't give a fuck about anything right now. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I'm in Vegas, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching Carlos Santana right now. Yeah. And then oh, just hearing him play, like, damn. Yeah, just fucking get goosebumps. And it stays. Yeah. It's he, like, oh, fuck. He just that's has, sick, he has like a feel, you know, like some mm-hmm. artists just have, it's like a thing you can't explain, right? Yeah, you can't. And thinking about feel and music, you really can't. Like, you kind of know when whoever's playing has that feel, or or, yeah. or is feeling it. You know? Yeah, for sure. It's like, I mean, yeah, those, those riffs, you just feel them. You know, where you know, subconsciously, like uh, Suicide Silence definitely took like stuff like that from Carlos Santana that done it years before us. You know, he put just fucking feel it. You kind of know when someone's playing from like their soul. Yeah, you know, just like there's there's that. Thing you can't put your finger on. Well, that's know? that's definitely the thing that I think people like about you guys the most is like the raw energy and like authenticity, where it's like, um, it's like similar to like a horror movie having like violence in it for a reason, right? Yeah. Versus like not just kind of throwing it in there for the sake of either being heavy or being totally. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like you guys always did it with intention. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I always say that we play what feels heavy, not what sounds heavy. Mm. That's always so weird to me because you could, it actually to your ear, it sounds better, and it sounds heavier to your ears. Yeah, but for some reason, when we do it, we just always, but that feels better. And then once yeah. then years pass, there's like this thing to it. So when you play something that feels heavy, it comes off as heavy. It's so yeah. It's a weird thing. I don't, I don't even really know what I'm tr- I'm trying trying to say. Because it's, there's it's, it's like hard, it's hard to explain it. Well, yeah, because there's like you know there's a difference between like adding an extra string and tuning down even lower mm-hmm. than like your last record. Yeah, and like it just having it's the way you got like the attack of your guys's music. I think yeah, it's like the velocity. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think that's what it is more so than like oh this is double drop C. You know it, it has yeah. nothing to do with that. It's just like it's the raw energy. That again, it's it's that thing you can't explain. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's that's definitely the goal. You know, 
give give that raw energy is chill. It's like just be you, you know. Yeah, and, and you uh, guys are your, being yourselves. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. It's us. Yeah. You know? I feel weird seeing this shit, but uh, this kind of this only this crossed my mind literally like a few days ago. I was in my on my morning walk. Yeah. And uh, I was like, who's been playing deathcore longer than me? <laughs> I don't know. It's very few. I don't know. Consistently? Oh, consistently? I mean, there's Still, not many. I was, who, who's done it? Like, like long, longer than 20 years. I think, technically, the first deathcore band is the Red Chord, right? Okay. Because they're like, what, like 97 or something? They, they're like super old. Yeah. So I think they might be the first. Yeah. Technically, but they they didn't even really have, like, you know, the deathcore sound that, like, people know today. It was, like, yeah. a, their version. Hmm. There's a couple guys. I mean, very few, like, uh, like Ion Dissonance, Despised Icon were yeah. pretty early, too. But, like, but consistently touring, still putting our records, still... No, exactly. I mean, I, I'm saying it's just to, uh, just to add to the story, but I don't feel this way. I mean, but, you know, we put, we have numbers, these big, we're on the charts. Like, who's, like, been doing it for so long that see that is a combination that you won't find yeah Been, yeah doing it for so long and staying that consistent like that that see that is, puts you guys in a different category for sure 20 years so who's no one <laughs> honestly I, no one because i asked myself the question because i want to know i'm like man who who have i jamming in a while am i am i forgetting something somebody like yeah i'm just like trying to think like like who i was like oh shit is it me <laughs> It's you guys. I mean, there's I a reason why when people think of deathcore, you guys are literally always the first band that pops in people's heads. It's weird. It is a fucking weird thing. Twenty years, man. It's fucking weird. And in you know, and not to mention that it wasn't that you know it wasn't a popular genre when you guys started too. So oh, people fucking hated it. I remember that because um, oh my god, you know, because I grew up liking both metal and hardcore. Yeah, and I remember that weird feud where like hardcore kids didn't like metalheads and metalheads didn't like hardcore kids, you know? Oh yeah, dude, it was definitely a fucking like divide, totally. Yeah, and then I saw it slowly. That gap started closing, and people just started kind of maturing and accepting that, like, hey, there's different ways to make this sound. Totally. It's, no, no, no way is bad. It's just a different approach to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny how things change now. Fucking. It's cool. Dude, I, I love the fact. I, I like positivity, man. I like yeah. healthy, like I like that the scene is healthier now and people get along and it's, you know. I mean, it, it only benefits everyone that's a part of it, you know. Yeah. People are more open-minded and now Deathcore bands come out as fucking as accepted. I'm like, damn, that's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. How far, how far things have come. And the, the reason why I said that because, you know, I'm not an idiot. I know, you know, I know we're pseudoscience and just bands better, more extreme. And, uh, we're not exactly in those conversations anymore. You know, I'm very aware of that, you know, hashtag Reddit, you know, it's just, <laughs> I'm very aware, but I was like, it's kind of one of those things that I experienced in my life when, when, when I was a kid, it's like when people talk about heavy music, right. You know, from the hardcore scene, it was like, I know they thought about Slipknot, but no one said it. Yeah, it's like until for, now, right? Until now, yeah. It's now like, people are finally saying the Slipknot were pretty much the OGs as far as like bringing ex extreme music to the masses. I wonder, yeah, because uh, I mean, I, I mean, my thirteen-year-old dumbass kid self, like, I was like at these shows with the corn shirt on, you know, watching I don't know, Throwdown or something, like someone's sick. I'm like, yeah, like obviously this is inspired by you know Slipknot or. Yeah, so uh, Sepatola, like, uh, and no one's talking about it. It's like yeah. that thought. So I kind of relate that. I always thought that was weird, but now with that to, to now, where now there's obviously a band's better than us. I'm not saying we're amazing or anything, but like, um, when you say the term deathcore, I know we pop in their heads. But you're at least the first two or three bands. But, I would say first, but yeah. it's not cool to say it though. Mm. It's, it's weird, huh? Yeah, it's like if you, it's cool to say these bands. You know, mm. and that's I saw. I only bring it up because it really just popped in my stony brain now. Right, and uh, I remember that shit as as a kid. It's kind of like it's so bizarre. Like this is before you know the band. Obviously, I was a kid. I mean, shit, like twenty five years later. Mm. 
I, I kind of see like that, like similar. Yeah, you guys are in that way. Uh, I guess people's perception, right? Like similar to Slipknot. Hmm. I think in that way because yeah, I, I remember again as a kid, it wasn't cool to like Slipknot. Mm-mm. Like until really until like I would say like ten years ago. <coughs> it wasn't that long ago when yep. like Slipknot finally got recent. accepted as like a legitimate you know extreme metal band. Death by Caffeine. Yeah. Oh, dude, totally. Yeah. It was like within five years, you know? Mm-hmm. I was just talking about that shit like last week. And it popped up on some like news thing. Right. And Garza says people were, it's still getting numerals back in which people backed it. Right. It's true. Like, so, it's so cool seeing like those bands earn that legendary spot. I bet as like, I'm, a, you know, we're, we're both new metal kids, but mm-hmm. I know you're a hardcore new metal kid. Yeah. I bet you're super stoked that it's finally getting like the respect it deserves as a genre. Yeah. Now it's, yeah, it's like they're obviously they're, they're big bands, but I mean, they never were like respected. Like that's, amongst that's like, the word respect, right? And like, dude, they're just to see them get that respect and watch it happen from like the outside, you know, being a fan. I'm like, damn, that's fucking cool to see like legends being born. Yeah, know, legends like just just becoming them. You know, like obviously Corn Slipknot are in that category. Um, yeah, definitely. Like, damn, that's fucking. It's so cool to see that. Yeah, I love that. And and that's what I never understood about people kind of hating on new metal is mm-hmm. that to me it was almost always the most like progressive and experimental genre. So I don't. Yeah. It always got categorized as kind of like basic or, or like too simple. Yeah. And I always thought it was the opposite. I always thought new metal was more like forward thinking and like taking risks, you know? Yeah, it's so important, heavy music, too, to take a risk. You, you have know? to. I mean, it's heavy music. Yeah, you got to fucking take a take a leap of faith, man. Like, isn't heavy music itself a risk? Just it existing in its own right, you know? Yeah, I mean, oh, shit, if you want to fucking pursue it as a living, is it definitely like, am I going to make any money? <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Yeah. And and then if you look at like Oh my goodness. You know, like if you consider Black Sabbath to be the creator of metal, right? Yeah. I mean the fact that it was done on accident, you know, with the whole like finger thing and they had the down tune. That's kind of like a, a similarity and some parallels between any big band or any band that fucking breaks through anything. Yeah. Like there is a risk involved and having like mm-hmm. not really knowing what, what you're doing. Right. You know, like, well, I'll try this. I don't, it doesn't really make any sense, but this, when it hits, it's like, oh my god, and the, and people yep. are kind of coming. Oh, it makes sense, but like, well, when it was going on, it definitely felt like the wrong thing to do. You yeah, know? it's weird, right? You you sometimes you have to like, you have to like make take a risk, and it doesn't always work out the first time. But when it does work out, it's like the most satisfying, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Then uh, sometimes it hits, and like people think, oh, that's fucking sick, and then mm-hmm. you put our record, no one buys it. Like, oh, the guys are. F- the worst right never <laughs> but yeah. sometimes it's just a timing thing dude it's weird timing yeah timing and some things work some things don't i mean it's just um it's funny because it's really obviously you all have hindsight but mm. when you're in it in the moment you know it's really hard to um like when you get like those thoughts and feelings it's really hard to like is this the right thing to do or is this because mm-hmm. it's really hard to yeah it's tough to like nail it, you know, it's so yeah. weird. Especially if you know what's on the line, like. Yeah, like, you know, you know. Like, like our first record, like, uh, oh, are we gonna do it with a producer, a rock producer that's not metal, and then are we gonna do it live? I don't know, is this something like, yeah. well, is it gonna work, I don't know, about it. but like, then you do it, we did that same thing again on a, sept, on a self-titled, mm-hmm. and then same thing, oh, is this how we do this? So it's just like, you don't really know, we don't really know anything in general. Right, yeah. like, like <laughs> so it was the same method, yeah. but you got a different result. Yeah, I, I was guess. like, "Oh my goodness, dude, how That's do you?" Weird. But you know, like maybe this is just my wishful thinking and my positive thinking. But I just think it's always better, as long as you think it's a good idea. You know, like take the risk. In my opinion, you know, over just kind of like just accepting the safe r- route. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the safe route is the right way, but. I don't know. Sometimes, like, if, yeah. if you feel, if you have a feeling that you have to, like, go out and, like, try something new, I think it, there's a reason why you have that gut feeling. Totally. Gut feelings tend to be right a lot. I agree. If not, I mean, pretty much all the time. Something about the uh, gut feeling that you get to follow. I try to go up with my gut feeling, especially, like, with my work, like, my creative 
choices. I try to just kind of let it happen. You yeah, know what I mean? Totally. Let's close this out with, uh, have, have you heard it? Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I actually really liked it. Yeah, it's fucking badass. That 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 first song, um, spoiler on three, two, one, man, it's like, is this Pink Floyd? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, who, who yeah. am I? I feel like a lot of people listened to just that one song and then like had an opinion about the album. Yeah. I was like, guys, if you listen to the rest of the, the album, it's sick. Yeah, it's hard to get people to listen to a whole record. It is, you know. And uh yeah. but obviously the rest of the record was uh was was great. That that song Yen, that's that's my favorite. It's almost like grungy, right? It has like a dark kind of like a almost, you know, it almost might gave me like a typo negative really? vibe. Like goth like a goth rock. Yeah. You kind of thing, goth metal thing. Yeah. Yeah, sick song, sick record. Congrats guys, fucking it's awesome. Yeah. But you definitely don't don't judge it from the first song. <laughs> Again, yeah. And and that's what I was saying last time. Oh my goodness. It's I'm sure people had the same reaction when Subliminal Versus came out. I think so? Maybe, I don't th- yeah. I don't think it was immediately like a huge success compared to like Iowa, right? I think it took a little while for people to get used to it. Maybe. I I could be wrong, but Yeah. Yeah, Flying Threes, that's a masterpiece. I mean, that's that's got to be my favorite to be honest. Yeah, so, so like songwriting wise. Well, you haven't heard it? Go check it out. It's fucking sick. Got yeah. me horned up. Oh, yeah. Definitely horned up you, on that you can't, one. You can't go wrong. They're fucking sick, dude. It's just Slipknot. They give you a little bit of everything. Yeah, you know? it's true. Like, uh, it's like almost like you're getting a full course meal. Like, you leave satisfied. <laughs> very, you know? That is very, very true, man. Yeah. What do you got planned today? Later. Um, Probably just going to edit this guy. Yeah, work on this. Maybe watch, you know, catch up on uh, Rings of Power. What's that? Uh, it's, that's the new uh, Lord of the Rings. Okay. Uh, series. So you like Lord Lord of the Rings? Um, yeah, I've been getting. Well, I was always a fan as a kid, but it's been getting really good. Like they're, you know, they're like restarting the whole story and stuff. Yeah. Wow, that'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be going to a brewery with my my lady, lady date. Oh, nice. Where you, what spot you hit in? I have a two spots in Corona I always go to. I go to uh, uh, Stone Brewery. Oh, no, I do. I love Stone. Yeah, it's fucking sick. Oh, it's a Stone Church Brewery. Sorry. Um, oh, yeah, okay. The ni- nice little like spot in Corona, kind of little hipster spot in Corona. Nice. Nice, uh, really cool beers. They had a beer. They just added. Uh, my my favorite spots was that and Lampost Pizza. Those those are my spots. Oh, I love Lampost. And they uh they they collab with beers. Oh damn! So my two favorite beers, literally on on the planet, they literally had a collab. What what kind of beer is it? That that's like corn. It's not fucking. <laughs> it's uh, but uh, which <laughs> I, I would love <laughs> for that to happen. Yeah, I mean they're both like, you know, I like heavy beers, like you know, eight percent up. Mm. And uh, I don't. Yeah, it was a uh, what what was the IPA? I think it was a, a, a IPA. Like a, probably like a double IPA or something. Yeah, some, something nuts. It was so amazing. I'm going to have those tonight. I love heavy beers that have like a really nice flavor to them. Yeah, it's so good. When they, they almost taste lighter than they really are. Mm-hmm. You know, those are always my favorite. That was, yeah, that was fucking scary. When it's like, <laughs> it tastes so good. It's like, you know, the percentage is high, but it's like, it's so smooth. Yeah, they're dangerous. Oh, this is fucking scary. I am slightly nervous to go there in a jersey. Oh, yeah. I, it's I, like a, I don't want people to talk to me. <laughs> you know hey, hey man what do you th- <laughs> you know I, I, I'm not like a football guy that this was like a gift yeah so you don't want them to like think that you know a bunch of stuff yeah. about football and so how about the, this I'm like dude I don't fucking know dude I don't know what's going on I'm a fucking poser man I, I just it's, it's a gift dude come on no I'm the same way I, I just like how jerseys look I when we when we played in Jacksonville and they and, and they gave us these jerseys I immediately got why people wear jerseys in public. And I'm wearing it. Obviously, I'm wearing it now. Yeah. I'm, gonna wear it, I'm probably going to wear it tonight. And it's so fucking comfortable. It's the material, right? It is so comfortable. It kind of feels like you're naked. Because <laughs> it's, it's like a heavy like uh, texture, but at the same time, it's like breathable, right? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it is. like a big fit and, and you, you feel cool. Like when I'm on I'm wearing a jersey. It's got, I mean, they always have cool designs on them, so you... Yeah. Like, that That could be your whole fit right there. I immediately got it. Yeah. Holy shit. Especially, I love long-sleeve jerseys. 
so badass. Yeah, like hockey jerseys especially. Yeah. Those those always look tight. And then I also realized why Michigan wore jerseys. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> this is why you did it back in the day. I mean, they, they always look sick on stage. I know. Wore those. The, the, the hockey jerseys. Yeah. I might steal that move from you guys. It's like when they're headbanging, <laughs> they're just the draping kind of look. It looked dope. Yeah, it looks so cool. I, I wore this uh, in the Jacksonville show, just a rep. Dude, yeah, that's it, sick. It's so fucking comfortable. They, they put Garza in the back of that? Oh, yeah. Dude, that's sick. You got you to gotta show, the, show the camera. Can I do it somehow? Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. Just kind of... Probably stand up for a sec. Yeah, oh, there you go. Boom. Boom. Check Rock it out. On there, dude. Holy shit. Custom Garza jersey. That's sick. Custom. I thought they were just jerseys, and then when, when we were all like took it out of the bag, yeah, it's like these have our fucking names on them, dude. Holy shit! That's so cool of them to hook you guys up with that. Dude, little, yeah, man, big gifts or small gifts, man, they they stay with you. Yeah, you know, no matter what, uh, well, from friends or family or like something like this, we don't even know them. Mm-hmm. Um, like those little gifts like stay with you. I'm like, damn, that was fucking cool. Thank you. Yeah, Holy I've always shit. heard that, uh, you know, that it's not, you know, it doesn't matter how much the gift is worth. It's like the, when you put personal thought into it, right? Yes. That's what makes it special. Uh, personal thought, yeah, I mean, that's that goes a long way, dude. A little thought into something, a little, a little gift. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking, man, priceless. Yeah, it's literally priceless. So badass. So yeah. maybe maybe we all have homework. Maybe we all should buy a little gift for someone that that we care about. Yeah, man. Honestly, you got me thinking. Yeah, well, I might wonder, wonder what, what I could buy Zach. <laughs> Maybe I could give him a big piece of a bag of bullshit or something. I don't know. <laughs> How's that? It's thoughtful, dude. Just give me, give me some, uh, some fancy IPA or something. That'd be cool. Yeah. What? What's your favorite beer? Um, I'm really into Belgian beers. Belgian. Oh yeah, yeah. Same yeah. as me. Yeah. I'm pretty like I don't think I even have a favorite. I, I kind of like them all. Same. But they're all sick. Yeah. So, all right, well, everyone, be thoughtful with your gifts. Go out there and find something special. There you go. Um, I'm going to do the same thing. I should. You know what? I'm going to write it down. It's <laughs> when <laughs> yeah, you get older, man. you got to write shit down. Trust me. Because your memory is gone. Yep. Whenever you think you're going to remember it, you don't. Yep. We, we all know it. Mm-hmm. We all know that, but we still make that same fucking mistake. You know one trick you can do, though? I always try to repeat something in my head three times. That helps. Because it's kind of like writing it down. You Not quite me. as good, but it's it's halfway. Halfway? Yeah, I would say. Well, hell yeah, Zach. Uh, enjoy your night. Enjoy your week. Uh, we, got yeah, a, we got a busy week this uh, coming up. We got some exciting episodes coming up. Yeah. Names we can't say yet, but uh, stay tuned. Uh, thank you for listening and watching again. And we'll see you next time. Thanks, Bill. Cool. Later, Peace out, guys.